There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Happy Monday! Welcome to Lori and Julia's show, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Thank you for being with us as we kick off another fun week here at My Talk. Lori is back. Much to discuss, including eventually her book list. Oh. Also, when are we going to talk about your new shoulder? Oh, well, I guess that's got to be my weekend claim to fame, damn it. Way to expose her right, right away. She was going to tell us eventually. I, I mean, my weekend claim to fame is, yes, I was in uh, beautiful Mexico for eight lovely days. Happy to miss all the weather here. I can't here. imagine being away for eight days. Well, Julia, you need to let your imagination run wild and don't let the fun grass grow under your feet. It yeah. really has. It's been so long, but how lovely. Yeah. But, then- but yeah, so anyway, so uh had an afternoon flight. And we were going to get home in time to watch Game of Thrones. And, you know, I'm committed on vacation to doing more, more nothing more than like maybe a two-mile walk every morning with Casey. No. Yeah. Going to the gym for me. He gets a membership, you know, at a gym. And he, you He's know. such a devotee. And I told him about our snacks or size. Yes. Or, you know, uh, exercise he, snacks. Just exercise snacks. Five so, minutes here, 10 minutes there. Yeah. So I'm having a snacks or size break, uh, running, lightly running from the beach to the condo, mm-hmm. which is, you know, Three minutes. I was going to say know. two steps yeah. away, but all no, a little bit more than that because okay. we kind of like to be. We were, you know, this yeah. anyway. So I'm running and I run around the corner and I thought, oh, these are these these great steps, you know, that I could kind of do the, you know, boom, you know, get a little, get a little, ex- yeah. little stepping in. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. Idea. Well, they'd been freshly washed and uh, well, my foot Slippery. went out from under me and fell back. And braced myself, you know, I just stopped myself with the fall, but I did something to my already like little bad semi-frozen shoulder, you know. It's the bad wing. It's the bad wing. And I even brought my exercises. I did my... She even was doing her wing exercises. Because it was just like four... Movements. For for physical therapy? For physical therapy. And I'd been feeling really good. And we'd gone to this great Cuban band on Friday night and wild salsa dancing. My arm didn't hurt the next day. And... So I was like, just really like, I'm on the mend. This yes. damn shoulder of mine is on the mend. And then you fall on it. 
Thank Thank you, Donnie. <laughs> there I am. There she Get goes. an x-ray. I'm like, what the hell is happening to grandma here? Grandma. <laughs> grandma. I know, I know. Oh, so, so that was my weekend claim to fame. And that just happened yesterday. And, and I kinda... didn't even tell Casey because I was just like, oh, okay, that kind of hurt a little bit. Yep. That really hurt my palm. And I'm glad I didn't crack my head. Mm-hmm. What am I thinking? Snack exercising is not running. Snack exercising is snack exercising. Walk briskly. Oh, Lorraine. Anyway, what were your guys' weekend claim to fame? Julia? Oh, gosh. Oh, I went to a comedy show on Friday night. At, oh, yeah. Which one? Um, at the comedy club, Rick Bronson's Comedy Club at the Mall of America. Mm-hmm. I don't know who the headliner was. The yeah. lady who was doing the emceeing was funnier. Yeah. She was really good. She was really funny, but it was just... People needed to laugh. Yeah. We got that lovely weather last week, and it was just so... We had so much fun. The guy is done with his season, so yeah. he's... Available. Oh, that's so. Good. I spell, you know, some time with him. Were you at the Mall of America when that horrible thing happened with that, the kid? The that little kid? area was all sectioned off. We saw oh. it because we parked on that floor and we're walking that way. Yeah, that's just a terrible okay. story. That's that's developing. Um, yeah. That and then reading. Um, really, Lori, prepping for Game of Thrones. I rewatched the entire first season. Oh, you did? And then I rewatched... That is a claim to fame, man. <laughs> I That's did. That's a lot of watching. And I downloaded... <laughs> there's um, a website. I wanted to understand what the damn family tree of Game of Thrones is. So there's a YouTube video that you can watch that explains in about five minutes what the heck is going on. So you can have a flow. Mm-hmm. And then I printed the copy for you so you could follow along and get home, which was very helpful. And then I watched the last two of last season. I was getting ready for that. Yeah, I, good. I, I, well, everybody was getting oh, ready for absolutely. that. Absolutely. Oh, I was so excited. Danny, how about you? What was your weekend? Uh, as I mentioned on Friday when Julie asked me, what are you doing over the weekend? Uh, I went to uh, another fabulous uh, concert at uh, Chan with the, uh, the, you know, the fabulous Armadillos. Oh, with Pamela McNeil. Yes. Yeah, oh, boy. And they did The Wrecking Crew, songs from The Wrecking Crew, the great studio band. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, uh, th- those guys are on. They, well, they, yeah. they performed on every record. It seemed like from every. Yeah, the yeah. record crew is just amazing, and and the family's armadillos are amazing. Yeah. And I saw Pam after the show, and she's very excited. She's got a CD coming out this summer, and hey. she's going to be performing at the Chan. And I think she's going to be performing with the same guys that she recorded with down in Nashville. Cool, yay! So yeah, she's very excited cool. about that. Oh my oh, god! How about Notre so Dame Cathedral being okay. on fire? This is so okay. Terrible. This is good. Oh, it's, it's so night terrible. there, and yeah. it looks like the whole. It's terrible. If people haven't seen it, when I was down. there in September, they had they have they always have scaffolding up around Notre. Yeah. At some point around the building, I mean, the roughest wood. Yes, the whole the whole thing. You know, thirteenth century, eight hundred fifty seven yep. years old, and it's it is. Here's something I learned on uh, a tour of Notre Dame. Everything in Paris is measured from the distance of Notre Dame. Because right out in front of it, they have a circle with a plaque on it that says ground zero. Yeah. So everything is goes in, out. goes, you know, is in and relation went, to that. And Casey and I, not this last trip, but the time before we did take a tour and we went up into, you know, where you go way up the stairs right. and you can look out and... Um, it's called point zero. Sorry. Yeah, point zero. Anyway, just I couldn't believe it. Casey's like yelling, "Lori, Lori!" You know them cathedrals know. on fire, and I'm like, "What?" And so they think it has some, you know, something to do with the renovation or the renovation uh, that was going on, or I don't know. Sp- a spark is all it would take, I guess. Oh, all that's that wood. Terrible. Yeah, all the wood. The it's you know. Also, uh, real quickly, uh, there was a suggestion made by a certain person. 
That was tweeted out. Eh, why don't they get the water tanker and just drop water on it? Yeah, that would uh, possibly collapse the entire structure. If yeah. They did that, so. well, well, they don't have ladders <laughs> tall enough for those spires. Right, right. Oh, and they, so geez. when it was happening, you know, just a little bit of, we'll get in, maybe it'll be my random thoughts. I've got some history of, of Notre Dame. Uh, we but it is, would love that. Yeah, and I've got like all the facts you need to know about it. And I'm so grateful that I saw it because I was asking some people around here, have you ever been? No. Oh, I have a great no. picture of Casey just yes. last year. I make him stand in his old man Italian that. pose. Yeah, right where he puts his it. hand in his shirt oh, yeah. and just looks out like <laughs> that, right, yeah. and so I have a picture of him. It's called Our Lady of Paris. Yeah, it's yeah. really, and that's where the crown of Jesus was. Oh, so I don't know. They were terrible. they were making a mad dash to save some of the art, so oh. we don't even know. But it's just a very very sad day. Yeah, it for really, that. And and my aunt Claudia, she was like, number one visited place in all. Yeah, of Paris. she's like, please light a candle, you know. For my mom and your grandma, so I did. I lit a candle for my grandma, and then Just also for yes, there. and for your dad, I lit one because, um, you know, there's little chapels all over yeah, inside I, there where you can, you know, just find one that speaks to you, and mm-hmm. then light a candle. And uh, yeah, it's really, really shocking. It is really shocking. Here, here's it. the latest, and then we what can is go it? to break. Uh, uh, the next hour and a half will be crucial to events, uh, to crucial to efforts to save what remains of the cathedral. There's a risk that if the great bell falls, and mm-hmm. you know, it's really big, a bell, oh, right? yeah. it's huge. if the bell falls, it's the tower that collapses. There are firefighters inside and outside. The next hour will be crucial. Uh, reporters on the scene. Uh, the right. spire is already down. Down, yeah, I saw that mm-hmm. on, on so a video. All right, we'll keep your eye on that one, Donald. Yeah. All right, listen, when we come back, it's our stories that we can't get enough of, and it's uh, the book list. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, Happy Monday. Give Woo! a shout out to a couple of ladies that's at the Cancun airport yesterday. One, I can't think of the one gal's name, but she and her sister came to Vegas with us nine years ago, Planet oh. Hollywood. We were reminiscing about Remember it. Remember how much fun that was. Oh, my gosh. I know. Donnie, Planet X, or Extra Extra, the lounge for yeah. broadcast. I think from. that's when I had my broken wrist and couldn't go in the pool. Yeah. Dang it, Donnie. <laughs> All right, well, I didn't step in the pool once on my vacation, but I did step into a lot of books. And I read the best one first, which was just book-wise, I kind of was like, why did I do that? And it's the hottest (laughs) book in America right now. It's called Daisy Jones and the Six. We had the author book, this Taylor Jenkins read. Yeah, they canceled on us. She canceled her, but... What's it, it about? Okay, so... At first, I thought it was a real story because the way this story is told, it's like a Rolling Stone interview where you're talking to all these different people who are involved with this band, Daisy Jones and the Six. It's in the 70s. It's California, Sunset Strip, Whiskey A Go-Go, Troubadour, Sex, Drugs, Rock and Roll. Right. And it's a story about an imaginary band. I mean, it is a novel. Right. And um, anyway, it was just... It's like the making of a legendary band, this book. That's how it reads. How fun. And yeah, it was, it's like written as an oral history. The author at the back of the book, there was maybe the inspiration for this was the Fleetwood Mac, how they, you know, Lindsey Buckingham and, 
you know the fallout kind of well or? no but even way back way back how they made even it? when rumors came out Lindsay Buckingham and Stevie Nicks were dating and right. Christy yeah. you know so there was all this sort of where people everyone was trading partners and I think right, at one time right. Stevie Nicks was with Mick Fleetwood I'm yes. sure she was yeah. yes they were and so anyway that's what it kind of it seems like she might have gotten the inspiration for that but it is really you, a you hot love book. that one that was my number one book okay number one book um the other another book that i read that it would it's called tangerine and it's by christine mangan and donnie you put this list out for us or whatever already posted okay it is uh if you liked patricia highsmith's the talented mr ripley if you read that book okay so it takes place in the 50s it's in tangier morocco and it's the story of these two girls who are real good friends at Bennington College in Vermont. Okay. And how it's now like five years later and something bad happened at the last year of their college Mm. and you don't know and the story kind of goes back and forth and it is sort of reminds me of a talented Mr. Ripley. Oh, really? Okay. In that seduction, crime, wily goings-on. You can practically smell Morocco as you're reading it. The (laughs) author was very... Descriptive. So yeah, I liked I liked okay. that book too. Um, then I read this book called "The Punishment She Deserves." So if you know Elizabeth George, Donnie yes, does. I, I've read this book. She is yeah. she writes politi- British police procedurals. Okay, this one is a Lindley novel. So there's this one reoccurring sure. character. Anyway, I couldn't believe it was seven hundred and thirty oh pages. Oh my gosh, Lori! I know it was so long, and I kept thinking I was going to get bored with the story. But it was so compelling. How this many days? Crime. That one took me two days to oh, read. Oh, thank God! All right. Yeah, that took me two days to read. It was just, but I, I liked, I liked that book. Then I read a book called "The Proposal" by Jasmine Guillory. Okay. Absolute. Well, I thought I was really going to like it. I bought it for the cover. I'm not going to lie. I okay, fell in love see, with the cover. Oh, I okay. And we watched the movie, The Proposal, that we loved with yeah. Betty White and Sandra yeah. Bullock. So I... You just didn't like it. I couldn't... You know what? It is a it is a fizzy, kind of a beach read. I thought the sex in it was pretty good. I was happy about that. But it was so treacly. Um that's I, not a good word for a book. No, I know. <laughs> and that's that's all I can think of. Oh, it it okay. just, I think it would be a good little rom-com kind of a thing. Or, or But wasn't. if you really like a light book. I mean, but is it too light? No, it was. You didn't like it. Forget it. Like no, it, fine. You didn't, didn't like, like it. it. I gave it I gave it to uh, uh, someone I know down there who loves to read these. Just light. Real, real light cupcake books. Mm-hmm. Frothy. Frothy, yeah. and All she's right. going to love it. But yeah. I just got so sick of, um, I could see the ending of the story Fine. by the second page. Yes. Um, then I read my one memoir. I always try to read mm-hmm. it. Memoir. Graham Nash, Wild Tales. Okay. Donnie, I think you'd like this book. So this is Graham Nash. Crosby, Sills, Nash & Young. But before that, The okay. Hollies. The Hollies. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. He and his okay. buddy Alan Clark, since they're that's six right. years old. Donnie, you would love this book. Mm. So it's his story about how he gets into music and it's at a young age and he's from working class Manchester, right. England. And But it's just, if you love rock and roll uh, memoirs or you want to get more into it, I recommend Wild Tales because I think here's one thing that stuck with me as I'm reading the book. At one point, um, Graham Nash says, uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young is the only band in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame where every member of the um, band is in the Fame. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for their other yes, band. I love that. So David oh, yeah. Crosby for the Birds, right. Neil Young and Stephen right. Sills from Buffalo right. Springs yeah. Field, and then uh, Graham Nash for the Hollies. Oh, interesting. Oh, I like knowing and that. And they oh. open for the Beatles. You know, the Hollies, the, the Hollies oh, yeah, did. Yeah, dishy in it, Lori? Very dishy, writes about the sex, uh-huh. writes about the copious amounts of cocaine and... He's best friends with David Crosby. And, I mean, they did not think he was going to live. He was such a wild man. Really? Free okay. basing and everything. Oh, uh, then I finally read Eleanor Oliphant is completely fine. Mm-hmm. Did you think it was complaining it got slow? No, I thought it was a tonic. I thought it was a fresh fizz. I, I loved it. That's a great way to describe it. I loved it being read to me. Okay. Um, because of the English accent of the reader, and it yeah. was just delicious. But it's it's a downer story, you know. But it, it also is, is hopeful. Yes, that's what uh, I. That's I what like I that I really enjoyed that book okay. quite a bit. And then um, the two deep books that made okay. me think were um, I read, and I think one of our people out there in Radioland told us about this. The Little Paris Bookshop by Nina George came out like maybe f- five years ago, and. Um, Oh gosh! What's it? All right, Lori, get it. Should Lori's get waiting it? for a call. I know. I well, know. she's okay. doing that. All right, fair enough. Um, that call him back. <laughs> just call him back right now. She's waiting for a call on her bad wing. Yeah, yeah, the bad. You wing. can just do that right now. So while she's doing that, I, okay, ha- so I can't I even just say see the, a clock. The Little Paris Bookshop by mm-hmm. Nina George was a very. It's about this guy who lives on a barge in Paris, the literary apothecary, and he tells people what books they need based on what they look like or if they I tell him something. Love, so he's like a fortune teller with books. Kind of, but at the same time, he's shut down his whole life because of this misunderstanding with a woman. Okay. And it just was, was like... Was it good? It was so good. Oh, that really sounds good. It was so good. Here's like a line. Um, um, memories are like wolves. You can't lock them away and hope they leave you alone. I mean, oh, it's I just like full that. of all the... And oh, yeah. It goes, you go to Provence in this book, and you're in Paris, and there's love, and the protagonist, Jean, is 50, and it's sort of... It, that book really oh. made me think, and I really enjoyed I the experience okay. of reading that. And then the other book I enjoyed the experience was Michael Bodine's A Psychic Life, What It's Really Like. That book gave me so much hope about... You know, we have suicide in my family. Yep. There's people that have died that we're all, everyone has that, then you wonder where they are. And he just sort of in like how a lot of the ways we have our own intuition on things. Yeah. And. 
Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us on a Monday. Is spring coming? My mom says it is. Have faith, Minnesotans. Easy for me to say. I was gone all last night. It it's pretty wild because we have green grass coming up and piles of snow. It's just juxtapositioned right next to it. I feel like the last five years, snow was coming April that is yep. rock blocking Flowers, flowers, the magnolia trees, rhodes, azaleas, everything that's sort of a little bit. I mean, it might be hardy for here, but like it kind of was pushed to be in our zone a little bit. Yeah, Yeah. and then it's like, oh damn it, here we go again with this. Am I am I crazy? No, no, you're right. The last five, it really. I feel like in April, like the second week. I think if someone did like uh, the last two years or three years, two years, I would say, of Minnesota weather, we've had more cloudy days. Mm-hmm. We've had more late snow days. I mean, the cloudy days is the big thing, because even if the snow came, it was still cloudy, Lori. Give us the sun. Give us something. Right. I need I need a bright, bright, bright sunshiny yeah. day. But so everyone made it through. I think you know, I have to admit, I did feel somewhat gleeful. Be oh, there. Lori. Because last, I would too. last Thursday, Casey, he goes, I got I to gotta tell you something. News of the world has to intrude. I go, what? Because he only, I only have him tell me what's going on. Because Casey reads he the reads Washington the Post, the Star Tribune yeah, yeah, online yeah. every day. He wants to know what's going on in the world. I don't want to know anything unless somebody has passed away. There's been a celebrity divorce uh, breakup kind of situation or... A worldwide event that everyone's talking about. So yeah. he said to me, he says, well, Minnesota's getting hit with a snowstorm. And mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, no. And then he said, Julian Assange got released. Um, that wouldn't have even made it for me, but whatever. Well, but yeah. he just said, yeah. you know, that was kind of, he uh-huh. thought that was a worldwide right. Day event for that Thursday. And then he told me that Wendy Williams announced her yes, she divorce. Did. And uh, of course, we were not surprised. No. And then uh, and then he told me about, you know, what happened with Erwin Jacobs and, and his wife. And I just felt sick about that. So I was like. So sad for Melinda and her family. Terrible, I know. terrible, I know. terrible. So he was just like, that was like, those were the. I was like, okay, I needed to know all all of those yeah. things just to know yeah. what was going on, and I just was getting some texts from friends and stuff. I was like, oh my gosh, why, why, why? <laughs> no, I know why is right. It was a, it was yeah, really sad stuff, really sad stuff. Yeah, but I think you know something that came last night for us. Oh, Game of Thrones! How we, I'm I, telling you, I didn't even feel my usual amount of like real sadness about leaving oh vacations over because i'm like i've been here eight days i've got so relaxed casey we're going home to game of thrones oh i know and my son i'm like come over nope going to uncle casey's auntie Lori's because they got the better tv yeah (laughs) no they have the serious we have a tv TV that Uh, it's big when we when when john snow and um Denarius. I, I love to call it Khaleesi, Danny. Yeah. Yeah. We're flying on the dragons, and they went over that dip. <laughs> I actually screamed out loud because my your stomach on some of these TVs, right. it looks like 3D. Yeah, you're like Serious? Vertigo. Yeah. Okay, so... We're like, wow! So Patrick Ricey comes by today, and he's like, oh gosh, that dragon love scene was about enough to make me sick. Oh, when the dragons watched... Uh, no, when they were flying, they were flying oh. and everything... 
I, I thought you meant when Jon Snow and Daenerys, uh, Daenerys were getting it on in front no. of her dragon babies. No. This was, so, for some people, last night's Game of Thrones, some people felt boring, there wasn't enough sex, there oh. wasn't enough killing, there wasn't enough what? this. But I felt like it was so suspenseful because it set up everything for the year. And I guess I literally binged yeah. all day Saturday and part of Sunday well, on this. I mean, yeah. So we've I think- got a couple cuts about last night's season premiere. They're not... They're not spoilers, are they, Donnie? No, well, no, you know, he don't. He very clear. He says no spoilers. No okay. spoilers. But I no feel spoilers. everyone was watching that in, in real time because people who were trying to watch it on HBO Go and Hulu, they it, got it ahead of time. No, but some people some got crashed. crashed and, and so we have some it. people here who are watching it tonight, so not everybody's watched. Yeah. It. Okay. Here we go. And winter is coming. Winter is finally here. After an 18-month wait, Game of Thrones returning to TV for its final season. Anticipation sky high throughout the night. All top 10 of the worldwide Twitter trends related to the premiere. By the thousands, fans gathering for watch parties, like this one in Chicago. Costumes and set displays setting the tone. That's what we're doing for the last Seven one. Kingdoms. We debated staying home, but it was cool to have like a community of people. It's so epic, it's so cinematic for a television show. I don't think we've had that before. And those who weren't deemed to take it seriously enough even locked out. Chrissy Teigen chronicling her own husband, John Legend, shutting her out of his party for talking too much. What are you guys doing? (laughs) There was no expense spared for the show's last hurrah. Costs for season eight reportedly more than $15 million per episode. By all accounts, it was worth it. I am very emotional right now. The first episode bringing, wait, no spoilers here, but there were a lot of dragons. All right, we can pause it there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 17.4 so, million here in the U.S. That is a new record. Wow. Yeah. They oh. they were saying billions because this is... Well, around the world. Yeah, yeah around yeah. the world. Donnie, my computer works now if you oh, want to tell them not to come. Oh, okay. Our power went out and some things haven't been working. All right, play the rest of that okay. little GMA story. Here we go. And as millions of fans were in front of their TV sets, many saying they were experiencing a blackout. HBO servers reportedly going down, setting Twitter on fire. Fans outraged, tweeting at HBO's streaming service. One user writing, HBO Go, you had two solid years to figure this out. (laughs) HBO telling ABC News, quote, we are experiencing no issues with our services. Since its debut eight years ago, Game of Thrones has grown into an inescapable cultural phenomenon. We have critics, fans, even former cast members, now all nearing the end of the journey together. One central question remains that we put to Pedro Pascal, who starred as Oberyn Martell in a past season. Who's going to take the Iron Throne? Nobody's going to take the Iron Throne. They're all going to die. Whoa. When you play the Game of Thrones, you win or you die. <laughs> oh my God. I loved it when um, Sansa, when she met Cersei, oh. and you could tell she didn't like her, and she goes, and what do dragons eat in Khaleesi? Whatever they want. <laughs> there was some good... Okay, so when going back and watching the first season, yeah. Laurie, oh my gosh, these people are so young. They oh, look yeah. so completely different. I mean, those kids, like, you know, were kids. The Stark kids. Well, Maisie uh, area, uh, area was, yeah. is 22, so, you know, she was 12. Yeah, it, it's right. just, yeah. it blows 12, yeah. you away um, how young they were. It, But anyway, if people want to get a little cheat sheet and have some help, you just Google um, Game of Thrones family tree 
and it'll take you to the family tree and then it'll also take you to YouTube where the, a guy who does family trees of history and medieval times and everything just decided to do a Game of Thrones one. Yeah. And it'll explain who's who. And it right. was really helpful. Well, you so, got you got three uh you got three Lannisters in the running, you no, know. No, I know. There's it it's <laughs> just it's a very helpful yeah. little tool. I I loved it. But so that that was happening. It was, Laurie. it was good, and then you saw they showed the trailer. We got to see the extended trailer Lies. for Big Little Eyes. Johnny posted Part that. Part two. Yes. That does, uh, of course, June June 9th, But they did air that before, you yep. know, right at the beginning of the show, and uh-huh. that's the longest one we've seen. And it looked, it looks like because we've got Meryl Streep. Yeah, we got Meryl Streep playing the uh, mother of Alexander Skarsgård, whatever his name is yeah, on the his show. Character. And uh, yeah. Oh, Lori. Mm-hmm. Celeste's husband. Celeste, thank you. That was Nicole. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. So uh, anyway, yeah. So that that looked good, and oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, know. oh boy. So I will tell you this. Yeah. This this uh, family tree. I'm not going to say anything, but if you look at it really closely, and if you watch the episode last night, you will find out something quite astounding. That's all I'm going to say. Really, Johnny? <laughs> yep. Is it something that I... I can't that, say what it is on the air. No, don't, but no, all right, not. we'll find out. I, I'll tell you off the air. Okay. Okay, all right. Now because I loved having the family tree, um, you know, cheat sheet, as it were. Need I needed it. it. This binds, bind, has been a good um, thing with my kids, because one of them called me right after, oh... I just got the phone with Sam. Oh my gosh, it was so good. It was so good. What are we going to do in the silver mom? You know, oh, yeah. it's so, I mean, my kids are so into it. And I was talking with the Sam before, what are your theories? And he's like, I've got so many, I can't keep track. Yeah. Well, they he, they he, love this. Yeah. When he came over last night, he said that on his spring break training foot or the baseball trip mm-hmm. he was on, that they ended up binging. Binging, but a the weather wasn't that great right. either. But he said, "I know I was on that." Oh, trip. that's right. I that was when I was on. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> surprise, surprise, surprise. Anyway, he was he was helpful. Yeah, because he it, he had freshly watched some things, and I had gone into this show like I can't keep up with all these people. I'm just going to enjoy it for the boobs and dragons. And that's what I'm here for. Yeah, you know, and the, any kind of wicked fighting that's going on, and you know, backroom plotting. I'm it's all kinda, for it, but I don't care how it's all f- fixed to one another. But right, but it was. Uh, now I feel like uh, you kind of know a little more when you look at the family tree. It when helps. you look at the family tree, it, Sam yeah. filled us in on a couple of yeah. things, and because it was fresh in his mind and yep. it's fresh in your mind, so yeah. And then we had watched. Um, the last episode of season seven before you left. Yeah, that was so epic. Oh. We really could have watched probably the last three episodes because they were so epic, each one of them. <sighs> so next week is the is 58 minutes. Last night was the shortest, 54 minutes. Next week's 58. Okay. And then the other, the rest of the episodes are like 120. Yeah. Something right. like I feel that. like we are going to need like... um you know, to get dressed as these guys, Lori, and have a little dress party at well, the house. Melissa Peterman was sitting in for <laughs> Natalie Morales over oh, at Access Hollywood. I, she's still in the promos. She is still in the promos, Lori. But uh, Melissa Peterman was sitting at the uh, desk with her Daenerys Khaleesi wig on. Oh, yeah. I, I'm like, what is going on with her hair? Because uh-huh. she already looks she, like um, Goldilocks. She's she got does. such amazing hair. Thick, long, blonde, blonde hair. hair. Yeah. It's fabulous. All right, listen, um, when we come back, uh, I will even say that Julia 
you and I had a sports moment together at the same time with the whole rest of the world yesterday. We'll be right back. Welcome back, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We've got Loreen back from the South. Mm-hmm. Relaxed, but with a bad uh, wing. Bad as wing. it were, she flew all the way home, and <laughs> she's in pain. I know. Um, so we've got um, a health clinic on hold right now trying to schedule oh, I something. Just, I just uh, clicked it off. Oh, I probably did? shouldn't have oh. done that. All right. So yesterday, um, Lori, I think that you might have watched the final round at Augusta. Yes, I think was that the other thing a lot of people were watching yesterday yes. because sure, yeah. uh, Casey's like the Masters is on and I had come in to kind of pack and so I started watching it and I'm like this they played it early because they were threatening snowstorms I mean rain. Me, rain so usually the winners on Sunday tee off in the afternoon got it but so right. they had them tee off Tiger Woods teed off at eight twenty a.m. Mm-hmm. Which is unusual, you know. He was going crazy that we had to leave for the airport. I and I said, it. "Well, as soon as we get to the airport, we'll find out." He goes, "Yeah, but I'm loving watching this. It's so good, you know." And we saw the one guy make the hole in one. Yes, you know, which was so fun. So I don't think I'd ever seen that. And then you know, I said, "Who's the guy in the tangerine and coral outfit?" Oh yeah, he's you know? hot. He goes, "Oh, he dresses real sharp, but he doesn't ever go anywhere." Oh God, I love Casey. <laughs> I can't imagine, but see, he's hot. The Rory, what's his name? McElroy. Yeah, McElroy. Yeah, but this was another guy. That's oh, different not, guy? That guy oh, not that guy. Was uh, oh, in tangerine, okay. but anyway, it was exciting watching Tiger because man, that guy. We'll let the the GMA. He's really, when you think about everything that he's been through and a key part of our gossip, yes. that Thanksgiving, whenever it was 10 years oh, ago. Oh, yes, it was. I mean, that story just went on for days and it was fascinating because it had everything in it. Sports, wealth, beauty, addiction, the, the drugs. We the learned about the whales. Whales in Vegas. And I mean, it's kind of, and then just physically what this guy has yes. gone through. All right, let, here we go. The return to glory. He is back. The moments don't come any bigger than this. In one of the greatest comebacks in sports history, Tiger Woods returns Sunday to the pinnacle of golf, winning the Masters his first major in 11 years. The Augusta National crowd erupted as Tiger screamed and pumped his fist after securing his fifth Masters win. The former number one golfer in the world was met by his 10-year-old son, Charlie, who wasn't even born the last time Tiger won a major. Their embrace was reminiscent of the one Tiger shared with his late father, Earl, back in 1997, after Tiger's first Masters win. It meant so much to me and my family, uh, this tournament, and uh, to have everyone here. It's something I'll never, ever forget. Wow. I know. Well, what was well, kind what of... What did the great golfers say? I mean, are, are well, they Jack impressed Nicholas with him? was in the Bahamas, and he's like, he thought it was fantastic. Yeah. Well, you know, it had been 14 years since he won at Augusta, mm-hmm. and... 
I was just thinking about all the time we spent with our kids when they were growing up watching what? Tiger Woods. If he was playing, he'd yep. always be in the hunt. Mm-hmm. On Sunday, Patrick Royce came by today and gave <laughs> oh Donnie and I an earful <laughs> the greatest comeback in history. Give me a break. Ah, ben Hogan had the greatest comeback Ooh. in, Ooh, in yeah. history. And so, um, because Tiger... Was really Hasn't he dumb. had like well, I think maybe this next oh, talks about he's had everything he had to overcome. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Tiger in his signature Sunday red started the day two shots behind the leaders, but gave us vintage Tiger down the stretch. The epic victory is one many, including Tiger, thought might never happen after a series of personal and professional setbacks, including a DUI arrest and a cheating scandal that led to a very public divorce. Hampered by surgeries and injuries, at one point his world ranking had fallen out of the top 1,000. I had, you know, serious doubts after, you know, what transpired a couple of years ago. I, mean, I could barely walk. I couldn't sit. I couldn't lay down. I really couldn't do much of anything. I don't think things get any more special for me. The opportunity to come back with this, it is probably one of the biggest ones I've ever had for sure. Aww. And it was really sweet when he got off and he ran and hugged his little... Te- they said his little boy, Charlie's 10 years old. He looked li- very little. And mm-hmm. Sam, his daughter. And he said, I was really and lucky. His mom. I know. Oh, and he geez. said, I was really lucky that my that kids were even here today because Sam was playing in a state soccer tournament in Florida and they lost. So she could come. So the kids, we just yeah. said, let's come, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. watch dad. And so... Aww. I thought it was great. Well, we get to the airport and we're standing, you know, in line like everybody. Every guy is talking about everyone's looking at their phones because he had just like locked it in. And one guy was like, let me watch this shot. You know, and he's looking down at their phones. All these people just wanting to know, you know, did Tiger Woods, you know, did he win? What is going on? So people are like excited. Second oldest to win the Masters, only behind Jack, Jack Nicholas. Nicholas. Wow. So as far as the majors go, Jack Nicholas has won 18. Tiger Woods now has run 14 or 15. I think he's like three away. Um, People love a comeback story, and that's one of the most spectacular comeback stories. I mean, if you think about it, that he couldn't hardly walk or sit two years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. that's a lot of determination was, and work, the physical therapy that you have to do. I'm becoming an appreciator no, no, of serious physical right. therapy but because of, it takes so much discipline. I'll never quit. That's what he said. I mean, that's, that is a great story that he was able to rehab his body because to play the golf at the, I mean, you know, he was neck and neck with Francesco Malanari. I know. Which sounds like a really great drink to have, like in the <laughs> I wanted to hear him talk at or the something. End. Yeah. I love Francesco <laughs> Malanari. And they played in threesomes. You usually don't see that. It's usually two, but it's kind of fun. They had to have more people because they had to expedite the, the rain before the rain. Yeah. I thought it was really. It was really fun watching that. Yeah, I just, yeah, I was really moved by seeing him hug his kids and his mom. And it was just great to see all the other golfers be so happy for oh, him. And remember initially, I mean, the first Tiger, the first round of Tiger was kind of a cocky. Yeah. Uh, you know, we heard from his caddy that he wasn't the nicest guy to anybody. And, and they said, this is a different Tiger. That's when you've been when you humbled, and no, humbled, when you've been humbled so right. and humiliated. Do and it. if you yeah. can, you know, really, you know, you take away from that and you become a better person yep. because you've been humbled and brought to your knees, humiliated mm-hmm. and come back from that. I mean, that is the best kind of story. It definitely is. And, you know, um, 
I'm totally switching because you yeah, were that's gone. Okay. Mm-hmm. You were gone last week when Felicity Huffman pleaded oh. guilty and then issued her statement. I did read that because I was curious. You know, the PR lady and me couldn't. And when I read oh. it, I just thought, okay, Brilliant. that was perfect. It mm. was perfect. Perfect. Yes. So well, I'll give her a year. You know, she's going to go to jail and then they'll release some of her movies. She is going to go to jail? Everyone is going to do, they think, a little jail time. And Lori, yeah. Whoa. Oh, yeah. She's going to do a little something, something. We don't know. You know? You mean time? Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I guess Martha Stewart went to jail. Yeah. And yeah, Teresa did, G- I mean, people Teresa do people go yeah. to jail for their so-called the white collar crime. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. It, yes, it is happening. But I did think Felicia, I was like, okay, she... It was perfect. It was perfect. And she pled guilty. And except, I bet Lori Loughlin is wishing she'd pled guilty. Well, Louise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, I think that they misunderstood. I think they paid a lot of money for... Um, some big shot attorneys tell them, don't worry, we can take this care of it. And they didn't realize. They didn't realize how. We, in the federal crosshairs of a big investigation like that, I think they underestimated. And they now, totally did. And they didn't plead guilty. And then they got hit with another charge because of that. And now they're, they can't plead because no one wants to take it because they won't take it away. They're in trouble. Yeah. She pleaded today um, not, not guilty. guilty. It was the only thing she could do because. It's the only choice they had left because right. she um, did not take the deal at the time. Oh, she should have taken They're the saying deal. she didn't realize how serious it was. And you could tell that by her demeanor, walking around, smiling, signing autographs during the court case. I mean, and walking over to the prosecutors and oh, introducing herself oh. and shaking her hand, which you just know <laughs> that her attorney is going, what, what in the doing? hell, lady? Nothing says Lady of the Manor more than that. Unbelievable. Well, Elizabeth uh, had a good line last week, Lori. But, the courthouse is not the red carpet. No, no I it was know so it. bad. It's, she just, she had the best acting job of her life for herself and she failed to perform. Yes, she really did. She that's failed to perform. Of, that's a good way of putting that. All right, uh, listen, we... We've got tickets to give away. Oh, yeah, we I'll tell you about this. Okay. Up. All right. We'll be back. All right, welcome back, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We've got Lorene back from the South. Mm-hmm. Relaxed, but with a bad uh, wing, bad as wing. it were. She flew all the way home, and <laughs> she's in pain. I know. Um, so we've got um, a health clinic on hold right now trying to schedule oh, I something. Just, I just uh, clicked it off. Oh, I probably did? shouldn't have oh. done that. All right, so yesterday, um, Lori, I think that you might have watched the final round at Augusta. Yes, I think was that the other thing a lot of people were watching yesterday yes. because yeah. uh, Casey's like the Masters is on and I had come in to kind of pack and so I started watching it and I'm like they played would... it early because they were threatening snowstorms I mean rain. Me, rain so usually the winners on Sunday tee off in the afternoon got it but so right. they had them tee off Tiger Woods teed off at eight twenty a.m. Mm-hmm. Which is unusual, you know. He was going crazy that we had to leave for the airport. And I, I said, it. "Well, as soon as we get to the airport, we'll find out." He goes, "Yeah, but I'm loving watching this. It's so good, you know." And we saw the one guy make the hole in one. Yes, you know, which was so fun. So I, I don't think I'd ever seen that. And then you know, I said, "Who's the guy in the tangerine and coral outfit?" Oh yeah, he's you know? hot. 
He goes, oh, he dresses real sharp, but he doesn't ever go anywhere. Oh, God, I love Casey. I can't imagine. But see, he's hot, though. Rory, what's his name? McElroy. Yeah, McElroy. Yeah, but this was another guy. That oh, was, different Not guy? that guy. Oh, not it was that guy. Uh, oh, in Tangerine. Okay. But anyway, it was exciting watching Tiger because, man, that guy, we'll let the, the GMA, he's really, when you think about everything that he's been through and a key part of our gossip yes that thanksgiving whenever it was 10 years ago oh yes it was i mean that story just went on for days and it was fascinating because it had everything in it sports wealth beauty addiction the the drugs we learned about the whales whales in vegas and i mean it's kind of and then just physically what this guy has gone through all right look here we go the return to glory he is back The moments don't come any bigger than this. In one of the greatest comebacks in sports history, Tiger Woods returns Sunday to the pinnacle of golf, winning the Masters, his first major in 11 years. The Augusta National crowd erupted as Tiger screamed and pumped his fist after securing his fifth Masters win. The former number one golfer in the world was met by his 10-year-old son, Charlie, who wasn't even born the last time Tiger won a major. Their embrace was reminiscent of the one Tiger shared with his late father, Earl, back in 1997, after Tiger's first Masters win. It meant so much to me and my family, uh, this tournament, and, uh, to have everyone here. It's something I'll never, ever forget. Wow. I know. Well, what was well, kind what of the great golfers say? I mean, are, are well, they Jack impressed Nicholas with him? was in the Bahamas and he's like, he thought it was fantastic. Yeah. Well, you know, it had been 14 years since he won at Augusta. Mm-hmm. And... I was just thinking about all the time we spent with our kids when they were growing up watching what? Tiger Woods. If he was playing, he'd yep. always be in the hunt. Mm-hmm. On Sunday, Patrick Royce came by today and gave <laughs> oh Donnie and I an earful <laughs> the greatest comeback in history. Give me a break. Ben ah, Rogan had the greatest comeback Who? In, Who? Yeah. in history. And so, um, because Tiger... Was really he had like well, I think maybe this next oh, bed talks about he's everything he had to overcome. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Tiger in his signature Sunday red started the day two shots behind the leaders, but gave us vintage Tiger down the stretch. The epic victory is one many, including Tiger, thought might never happen after a series of personal and professional setbacks, including a DUI arrest and a cheating scandal that led to a very public divorce. Hampered by surgeries and injuries, at one point his world ranking had fallen out of the top 1,000. I had, you know, serious doubts after, you know, what transpired a couple of years ago. I, mean, I could barely walk. I couldn't sit. I couldn't lay down. I really couldn't do much of anything. I don't think that things get any more special for me. The opportunity to come back with this, it is probably one of the biggest ones I've ever had for sure. Aww. And it was really sweet when he got off and he ran and hugged his little... Te- they said his little boy, Charlie, is 10 years old. He looked li- very little. And mm-hmm. Sam, his daughter. And he said, I was really and lucky. His mom. I know. Oh, and he said, I was really lucky that my that kids were even here today because Sam was playing in a state soccer tournament in Florida and they lost. So she could come. So the kids, we just yeah. said, let's come, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. watch dad. And so... Aww. I thought it was great. Well, we get to the airport and we're standing, you know, in line like everybody. Every guy is talking about everyone's looking at their phones because he had just like locked it in. And one guy was like, let me watch this shot. You know, and he's looking down at their phones. All these people just wanting to know, you know, did Tiger Woods, you know, did he win? What is going on? So people are like excited. Second oldest to win the Masters, only behind 
Jack, Jack Nicholas. Nicholas. Wow. So as far as the majors go, Jack Nicholas has won 18. Tiger Woods now has won 14 or 15. I think he's like three away. Um, People love a comeback story, and that's one of the most spectacular comeback stories. I mean, if you think about it, that, he couldn't hardly walk or sit two years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. that's a lot of determination was, and work, the physical therapy that you have to do. I'm becoming an appreciator no, no, of seriously. physical therapy but because of, it takes so much discipline. I'll never quit. That's what he said. I mean, that is a great story that he was able to rehab his body because to play the golf at the, I mean, you know, he was neck and neck with Francesco Malinari. I know. Which sounds like a really great drink to have, like in the. <laughs> I wanted to hear him talk or something. Yeah. yeah. I love Francesco <laughs> Malinari. And they played in threesomes. You usually don't see that. It's usually two, but. It's kind of fun. They had to have more people because they had to expedite the. The rain. Before the rain. Yeah. I thought it was really. It was really fun watching that. Yeah, I just, yeah, I was really moved by seeing him hug his kids and his mom. And it was just great to see all the other golfers be so happy for him. And remember initially, I mean, the first Tiger, the first round of Tiger was kind of a cocky. Yeah. uh, You know, we heard from his caddy that he wasn't the nicest guy to anybody. And and they said, this is a different Tiger. That's when you've been humbled and and humiliated. And if you can, you know, really, you know, you take away from that and you become a better person because you've been humbled and brought to your knees, humiliated Mm -hmm. and come back from that. I mean, that is the best kind of story. It definitely is. And, you know, um, the, I'm totally switching because you, yeah, mm-hmm. you were gone last week when Felicity Huffman pleaded oh. guilty and then issued her statement. I did read that because I was curious, you know, the PR lady and me couldn't. And when I read oh. it, I just thought, OK, Brilliant. that was perfect. It mm. was perfect. Perfect. Yes. So well, I'll give her a year. You know, she's going to go to jail and then they'll release some of her movies. She is going to go to jail? Everyone is going to do, they think, a little jail time. And Lori, yeah. Whoa. Oh, yeah. She's going to do a little something, something. We don't know. You know? You mean time? Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I guess Martha Stewart went to jail. I mean, people do go to jail for their so called the white collar crime. Mm hmm. Oh, gosh. It Yes, it is happening. But I did think Felicia, I was like, okay, she... It was perfect. It was perfect, and she pled guilty, and except, I bet Lori Lachlan is wishing she'd pled guilty. Well, Jeez Louise. She, I mean, really, I think that they misunderstood. I think they paid a lot of money for um, some big shot attorneys to tell them, don't worry, we can take this care of it, and they didn't realize... They didn't realize how... We, in the federal crosshairs of a big investigation like that, I think they underestimated. And they now- totally did, and they didn't plead guilty, and then they got hit with another charge because of that, and now they're, they can't plead because no one wants to take it because they won't take it away. They're in trouble. Yeah. She pleaded today um, not, not guilty. guilty. It was the only thing she could do because... It's the only choice they had left because right. she um, did not take the deal at the time. Oh, she should have taken They're the saying deal. she didn't realize how serious it was. And you could tell that by her demeanor, walking around, smiling, 
Signing autographs during the court case. I mean, and walking over to the prosecutors and oh, introducing herself oh. and shaking her hand, which you just know <laughs> that her attorney is going, what, what in the doing? hell, lady? Nothing says lady of the manor more than that. Unbelievable. Well, Elizabeth uh, had a good line last week, Lori. But, the, the courthouse is not the red carpet. No, no I it was know so it. bad. It's, she just she had the best acting job of her life for herself, and she failed to perform. Yes, she really did. She that's failed to perform. Of, that's a good way of putting that. All right, uh, listen, we... We've got tickets to give away. Oh, yeah, we well, I'll tell you about those. Okay. Up. All right. We'll be back.